Hey guys, and welcome to tonight's call. Uh, I'm really excited for our topics and that we're gonna be reviewing the basics of what's working, but really we're gonna tackle from the beginning. I think one of the biggest change makers in the whole program and the whole 2B mindset, and uh, before the 2B mindset started, what Alana said is the number one thing you could be working on. Before it even started, your belief that you can lose weight and not telling yourself stuff you don't want to be true and uh, i'm gonna we're gonna start with that and since um we have a really awesome new member on the call tonight i want to start in our traditional way of um just saying something that's working for us and if there's something we've learned recently what that is so um emily you want to take off I know you, you have kids around you could uh, maybe have no, to go okay. early I just lost I just lost the hold on one second oh, there ah, we go. okay no problem um, um, okay uh, what is working um, I was just thinking tonight that I'm definitely what Alana calls a volume eater. So like a lot of food. Um, So I always make myself like just a lot of (laughs) food. Um, So like tonight, like I just like, like hot, like just like a ridiculous quantity of cauliflower rice with other vegetables also sauteed in it. And um, like, yeah, it's just like a massive plate and like it just makes me feel better to like eat a lot and um, And how much weight have you lost doing that so far? Um almost 40 pounds. Almost 40 pounds. And would you say this is the first time that you have embraced volume eating instead of felting like it was holding you back? Yeah, well, I just, I never, I really never, I just never thought about, um, I guess I just never really thought about eating, like, major, massive quantities of vegetables, like, I was like, oh, and, like, that's just, like, a really good solution, like, okay, if you want to eat a lot, fine, so just eat vegetables, and, like, I do feel like sometimes, like, I jet, like, all of us, like, I work a lot, and, like, sometimes, like, when I'm sitting on the computer, I do just want to be eating, but, like, I actually realize, like, I don't really care what I'm eating, so, like, it could also just be cucumbers and carrot sticks. Like I, like I really don't care. Like I just want that activity. Um, so it sounds like uh, sometimes like I don't like how it sounds like to say uh, like I'm eating carrot sticks like that. Like you know sounds like very diety. Um, but I also eat a lot of other things. But it's just like but for those times when like it's not about hunger, it's just about activity. Then like it might as well it might as well just be vegetables. Right. So that's helped a lot. Fantastic. And I think your openness in saying like, oh, I'm not supposed to eat too much, you know, in between my plates and my snack would be like, oh, if I need to eat more right now, I'm just going to eat more vegetables. And you see that that's worked for you for 40 pounds of weight loss. You know, I think, I think that's fantastic. Is there anything you feel like you're working on right now? Um... Uh, still um, still keeping going like it's very easy like I think like after you lost a significant amount of weight and people keep saying you know oh my god you lost so much weight and oh my god you're like, oh, um, it's very easy to say okay I've done enough but like the truth is it's so hard for me to believe actually because but the truth is is that I'm not yet at what's considered a healthy weight even though it's been 
I don't, whatever, how many months, seven months. And even though it's been almost 40 pounds, the truth is that I, I'm still not at what I, you know, what's considered like really a healthy weight. So like, I think just like reminding myself, like, you're not done. You know? I think that's so brave and awesome. Like, yeah, so that, that, I think it's fantastic because Alana talks about that. And I was actually mentioning that to a client today. Alana says that um, this is the hardest moment, in fact. It's not the beginning. It's when you're comfortable. And right now, like, all your clothes look good and they all fit. And going out and buying something in the next size, you know, and putting, you know, get, making a goal, setting a goal, just make you the tiniest bit uncomfortable that reminds you of I'm still going somewhere because once you get into maintenance mode – it's hard, much harder to get back into the zone when you're al- versus when you already have momentum. And she talked about on that podcast that we shared, and uh, for people who are new, it's a fantastic one to listen to when you finish watching the videos. She did a fantastic podcast about how she actually got, was at 140 for eight years. And it took her going up from a pregnancy to get back into weight loss mode enough to then push finally for the 120s, which is where she'd always wanted to be. Uh, and I thought that that really like sunk home with me because I'm in that same place now where it's, it's really seven more pounds after I've lost 30, keeping the push. I, I think that was fantastic information. Uh, Judy just joined us, also another fantastic coach. And we have brand new challenger with us today. And our topic to sum up and remind everybody is uh, mindset from the beginning. The first thing Alana says is to have faith that this is possible. You really can't lose a lot of weight being full and eating happily. And secondly, don't tell yourself stuff you don't want to be true. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and we'll, we'll talk more about that as we go. But we're starting off with just what's working for us right now. And if there's something we're working on, what that is. Um, so, Ira, you were telling me all the amazing things that it's working for you <laughs> right now. You want to share something? Yeah. So, so it's really cool. Like, I didn't even tell my mom yet. Um, so, my really cool, amazing, beautiful, dark pair of jeans that I bought a year ago fell off of me. And that was pretty cool. Um, and I... I mean, I don't have a goal weight or a goal pant size. It's more like how I feel in my clothing. And I am, so from last November, I'm down one and a half pant sizes, which is pretty cool. So that was like my big news I shared with earlier. <clears throat> so, and uh, yeah. do you see any positive change? Weight. Again, because you're not like looking for a specific weight loss. Do you see any change in your skin tone and your muscles and how you feel in your body? Um, I like when we have and we intentionally add a significant amount of vegetables to our meal. Um, my husband also says, you know, I really like this change. Um, we, I made chicken pot pie a few days ago and I literally took the bag of spinach and I like made it half of our plate. And on top of that, I added just like a whole bunch more vegetables. And he was like, oh, even rabbits get to have some pretty colored food. <laughs> buddy. And, um, we embrace yeah, the buddy. We are. The other thing that's also really, really working for me during the workday is 
um, drinking warm water because like, right, we spoke about it last week that yes. it's the winter, it's cold. How do we keep on drinking this water? And, you know, we don't want to be cold, we want to be warm. So when I first get to the office, I take like one of the big glasses and I'll fill it with mostly cold water and then like a hint of the hot water from the Tamiarba. And then I'll take my mug and if, if I don't make coffee immediately, I'll just use hot water, like like boiling water and like I get to my desk and I'm like, oh, those are both in front of me. I have to finish them. And like I'll finish them within a few minutes of each other and then I immediately go back. So that's also been really, really helpful. And it keeps me also really nice and warm because I yes. worked in a building that was built in 1914. So <laughs> it's really cold in there sometimes. Fantastic. So that's been what's working. And I'm sorry that I'm so dark. Just Yara is going to sleep. So we no problem. No problem. <laughs> Remember, a lot of it's going to be audio anyway for people who we listen later. Okay. okay. So, so far, sum up what's working. Water first and adjusting to the seasons. Veggies most. It's crazy that it's that simple. But uh, there was a great article today I was reading and they're like, well, you know, there's this big push for all these online courses to be so simple. And Brene Brown said, but does that make it where people actually never get anything out of it because it's so simple? And I thought to myself, this program matched. It's so perfectly with it being very simple to intake, but the vital behavior is the tracking. And that's something that requires action. And so it really has a perfect mix of being easy to intake the information and understand, but with the coach, with the group, to actually show up and do the work and do the tracking and, and move forward. Uh, Jody, anything you want to share that's working for you? Oh, nothing's working for me this week, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Jody, how are you feeling? I've been pretty, I, you know, I started with an IBS attack that sort of rolled right into some sort of a systemic yes <clears throat> yes mm. so i've been feel you really frustrated yeah yeah i know i've been so frustrated and feeling and you know when i have the ibs my stomach bloats and then i feel like i'm fat and i feel like this is just nothing's working and what's been working for me is a little self-compassion and recognizing that when you have a stomach flare-up, whether it's a virus, an infection, or an IBS attack, raw vegetables are not the way to go. And <laughs> having really healthy um, carbs, like those chocolate, trina, banana muffins that are all goodness and healthy, and to have a couple of them a day and have energy is better than eating a salad and feeling like you're going to die. Right. So I'm just reminding myself of that. It's hard to look in the mirror because I see swollen. Um, but I did, my kids left me a little bit of that vegetable soup. So I was able to have that today. That was mostly what oh, I ate good. today. And it's just about getting through the week. It's just yeah. about waking up tomorrow morning and feeling better and maybe not working out for three days in a row because, yeah. <laughs> It's just not the week for that and giving myself the ability to, to recognize that I can take care of myself and I'm allowed to be sick and it doesn't mean I'm off the wagon. Right. Beautifully said. Beautifully said in every single way. And just to, to sum up the points I want people to really hear, um, 
it's okay to be sick. It doesn't mean you're off plan. I think that's exactly perfectly true. And how exactly how you said that, you know, there are times well, that people out there who can't have so many raw vegetables and can't have all this stuff always. And when that's happening to find what works, that's going to be okay for your body. And like you said, put it in a context of a bigger thing and, it, and you're not off. Um, Ruby, I know you just joined us. Uh, have you started watching any of the videos yet? No, not yet. I have oh. grandchildren coming, so I'm <laughs> looking like crazy before Shabbat. Um, so I don't totally know uh, the program, although I watched and spoken with Saira right. over the past, the recent past. So I have a sort of an idea, uh, but this is not my first rodeo on a diet. So I'm listening to you, and I'm certainly understanding it. The water, I understand. Um, I had lost quite a bit of weight uh, many years ago, and um, I maintained it, maintained that loss for a while uh, until a few years ago, and I slowly crept back up there. So it is now time to get get myself right. back in order, hopefully. And something really exciting to know is you will never have to diet again because this isn't a diet. It's really a change in mindset. And what's also really good to know is exactly what you reminded yourself. You have done before. You have maintained a loss. And one of the things that I love that Alana says is anytime we've regained a significant amount of weight, we need to remind ourselves that that does not happen in a vacuum. It is always a response to trauma or something difficult or something challenging in our life. And we need to remember that it's okay to now release that and also to love the person who survived whatever it is you survived or coped with whatever you coped with. And we're honoring that and it's not something to be ashamed of. Certainly. And that certainly is my case. Um, and one of the things I think you asked to bring to the table today is what do I want? Yeah. I'm blessed to have made 65 after some serious illnesses. And I want to walk with a lighter step and be able to play with all of my grandchildren and um, feel 65, not feel like I did before this last illness, like I felt like I was 100. And now I feel I'm on the other side and I feel wonderful. So. What a perfect time. I'm so excited that we're also excited to be on this journey with you and celebrate that with you. And so happy to hear that you're, you're feeling good and healthy. Um, as well. So, and you're an ins and it's, and it's nice to have an inspiration. Yes, someone that's that's walked the walk and has been through, you know, whatever. I don't know what you've been through, but it sounds like something. And that, you know, coming back to it, and that we can be a part of it with you. Well, I, I wish you to have a very gentle weekend, and give yourself time, and just as gentle as you can be to yourself, especially stomach. Because, boy, when that's in charge, everything else is out of whack. That's for sure. And thank you for the perfect transition into the top of the, of the call tonight. I asked you to bring to the table what you want. So, um, Ayelet, since you just joined us, did you see the homework, what you're supposed to bring on the call? Uh, yeah, what we want. And what was the second thing? Who remembers? What we want and... 
I, I would assume it's how we're going to get there, but I didn't look at the No, 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 it wasn't that. It has something to do with Lily's morning. No, I know Lily, we spoke about it this morning. <laughs> well, we're going to, what you're not to tell yourself stuff you don't believe, like that you don't want to be. Right. See, we talked about it this morning. Yes. <laughs> what we need to stop, what we need to tell ourselves that we want to be true, and what we're going to not tell ourselves that we don't want to be true. So why don't you uh, get, get us started? Oh, yeah. you know, oh my God, that's that's putting me on the spot, right? And I just jumped in on the call while I still have a house full of guests. Okay, um, we'll come back. You want to come back? We'll come back. Okay. So you can say hi to my parents. <laughs> there, mommy, say hi. My and. Okay, we're gonna let her go. <laughs> you get settled. I muted you because while you're moving around, you'll unmute yourself when you're ready. You ready? Okay, good. Okay, can you hear me? I just don't know if I have guitar right here. Can you hear me? I hear you fine now. Yeah. Okay, so it's really funny that whole question of what you want. Um, I don't know if I have an answer yet, but I do have a um, idea and perspective. I was listening to a podcast today where Rachel Hollis was interviewing Brendan Burchard. You know, I like guess one of that's her. That's on my list that. to listen amazing. to. I haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. And oh, and now you froze. Did you oh, no. Yeah, I'm frozen? Now you're back. You're back. Okay. So I did I thought it was a great perspective. They were talking about like um, how he sees New Year's or resolutions or things like that. And he said it's so important not to shoot. I should have written it down, but I was driving. Like, uh oh, we're going in and out a little bit. But not to. Okay. okay one second. Take Is that better? Find a good. Yeah, now you're good. But we'll see. Start talking. We'll see. Okay, I'm going to sit on my steps. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> he was saying, like, not, it wasn't just like a short-term, long-term thing, but he was saying, like, your, your goal isn't just something, oh, it, it can't just be something you want to fix. You can't just say that your goal or what you want needs to be, oh, I gained 15 pounds, so I want to lose 15 pounds. Like, that's very short-minded and short-sighted. You know, like something that you want needs to be something that where do you see yourself in the future? And then building the skills or the tasks to get you there. But something that you want and a goal shouldn't be something that you fix. Right? And because any quick fix, any fix won't stick. That and it, and it was just like so again, like nothing like rocket science, but that's so it's just so true. What you want, all these New Year's resolutions, or when you feel like you hit rock bottom and you say, all I want out of life is to lose 15 pounds, 30 pounds, 50 pounds. And I think what Ruby said was amazing. She wants a lighter step. She wants to play with her grandchildren. You knocked it out you know? of the park in her first Yeah, time. exactly. That is so, that is <laughs> such a big part of, 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 the, of the ones. It's so not about the number. I don't have a number. I can't. What I want is not, oh, I want to lose X amount more pounds by whatever stage. I'm not there. I want this life to be my constant lifestyle for my kids to keep on seeing this. 
and to internalize it so that they don't have to go through so much of what I struggled through for so many years before I guess what I see as like the life or what makes sense or a normal lifestyle where you have your ups and downs, you know, and you can, but you also have your freedom and you have your treats. I had my ice cream after I broke the fast yesterday. I enjoyed it. I actually still had a loss this morning. Um, I made a great dinner tonight and then I really wanted to make these fresh felt rolls and I did and I said, okay, I'll have one. I have five. I can't believe I just admitted that. I'm so embarrassed. I no, have five. No embarrassment. I bet you pretty delicious. They're so good. Did you enjoy every <laughs> single bite I yell at? Did you enjoy yeah, every single bite? I really did. I really did. I, and I enjoyed the time. My parents came in for a last minute barbecue with the kids. And my parents bought some of the food, and so I made some, and I just really wanted to have something fresh and distant, and it, you know, and it's like a night, and look, and it's not like the crazy, it's not like a bad, terrible treat, they're felt rolls, and they were fresh, and I know all the ingredients, but I shouldn't have had it at night, you know, and I don't know what the scale's going to say tomorrow, tomorrow, but the point is, so many of the things that I want out of life in terms of some of the new habits that we built, or that I've built in this lifestyle is I know that even though I had five rolls now tonight, I'm still going to get up in the morning and I'm going to drink my water and I'm going to get my workout in because Lily and I already agreed which workout we're doing tomorrow. And, you know, and, and then I'm going to continue with the rest of my day because I have healthy stuff in my fridge that I know I'm taking for lunch and it doesn't derail you. And that's the want. That is my want. My want is for this just to continue as a proper lifestyle where it, it's not it's not a diet it, it, it's just it's such a healthy way of life and it makes me feel so good fantastic and i would say to the five rolls don't say i shouldn't have had rolls at night at all say either you felt like five rolls was a serving for you tonight or you can be like maybe next time i make fresh rolls in my head i'll know i'm gonna have two or three or maybe you're happy right. with five. And right. right. No, I'm not it's happy the, with five. I enjoyed the impulsivity. Right. It, we, it, it was. It was It was just sitting around. I was not hungry anymore. So the fact that I could be aware of that is great. I was not right. hungry anymore. They were just, it was, it, was, yep. it, was just, it was just nice. And again, I had a day where I said, like, I've been posting all day because I've been hungry all day. And I've been satiating it with good choices. And I think even when I was making the dough to make the rolls, I think I knew I was going to eat them, you know? The next time, please, your portion, when you're making the rolls, own it, celebrate it, and then yeah. get to skip the... Right, but again, the whole point of this whole lifestyle and life is that it's not, I'm not derailed, I'm not off right. any wagon. This is what it was, and, and now I'm done. It's, it's the evening, right. and I'm done. Okay. Um, the one of the things that was great in the mentorship call, I was trying to watch the new mentorship call that they put out for coaches before our um, call. And one of the things that yeah, he said, I think, is perfect for the topic tonight. And um, he said, someone asked, you know, well, do we need to do this forever? Like, do you get to a point where you don't need to track anymore and your body will just effortlessly make How do you know when you're done? Like, is it the BMI? How do you know when you're done? And I thought he had a really good answer. He said, there was a time 
where there was no internet, where you only saw food when you were eating food. <laughs> you didn't see food on TV, on Instagram, on Facebook, it, constantly. You didn't have all this processed food around. You didn't have, you know, all of these things to trigger impulsive eating. You didn't have all of these things just to trigger appetite the way we used to. And he said, when you live in a world where you're on a farm and like there's meal times, yeah, like when you're at your healthy weight, you're kind of navigating it like a lot, basically just intuitively. But he said, this is why Alana teaches you on the way to pay attention to your social media, to pay attention to your environment and what triggers you. Because those are the things that if you start to really keep the stuff out of sight, out of mind, so more and more naturally you're creating that environment that makes stuff more effortless. But he said, in today's world, tracking, the better you get at it, it's four minutes, especially in maintenance. Like you're maybe not adding in as much detail because you just are getting on, so you see it's working, you see you're generally maintaining. But he said, don't put on yourself the expectation that there's this stop point, that there's this time where you should have had it figured out perfectly and not need to look at a tracker and not need to see what's going on. Because we don't live in a vacuum anymore. And I really like that. And um, I would love your, what do you guys think about that? Does that speak to you? Or you're like, damn it. <laughs> no, so I think I, I think it's great and a lot of like when you watch on social media, like everybody knows if you really, you know, follow on a closely, also you see she has, she treats it. She has ice cream and she has all these things often. But what she does say a lot is that she's not necessarily posting in a picture of a lot of her treated because that's not the vibe she wants out there. And that's not what she wants people seeing because then, you, then that's what you're craving. Yeah. And then you don't want to get into that kind of mode. You want to be surrounding yourself with, I mean, I love when we all post pictures of good plated or good food ideas. I think it builds a lot of momentum in all of us and gives everybody ideas about what to do for our next meal or the next day or for breakfast. I made brown rice today. I yeah. was like, oh, I haven't had brown rice in a while. Mm -hmm. like, like, I made the chitli. We all do that. Jody made that soup. Everybody made that soup by the end of Hanukkah. Um, right. So I, so I think it's, I mean, I think it's a really good, I think it's a really good point. Yeah. Okay. Um, stuff that you don't want to be true don't tell I'm yourself. Here. What? Can we, there's some noise background noise. Oh, me. I'm mute me. I have, a, I have a loud house. Mute me. Okay. Um, there, the second part of the call, and we have like eight minutes left, so I really want to make sure we get into this, is are there, is there stuff you're saying to yourself now that you don't want to be true and you need to stop saying it to yourself? And is there stuff that you need to be saying to yourself that you want to be true? And especially, Ruby, at the beginning of this process, believing that you can do this and that this works. I mean, you've got a great call time. We have all these people who have really, like, been doing it for five, six months um, who see it's working. And, Hannah, I'm so glad you just joined us. Um, and I'll tell you, this morning I got on a scale and I looked at the number and I was like, I'm still in the same up and down two pounds this month. 
like, and I said out loud, I am just not going to have a net loss this month. And I was like, stop that. Don't tell yourself stuff that you don't want to be true. But there's two weeks left in the month. I can't lose one pound in two weeks. Like I can't lose two pounds in two weeks. Sure I could. Of course I can. Will I? I don't know. That depends on the choices that I make. But I can't. I'm not going to. What kind of language is that? Don't tell yourself stuff. You don't want to be true because the stuff we tell ourselves is the stuff that we make happen. So instead I said, no, I am going to say, see a new number by the end of the month. A new number. Could be half, could be whatever it's going to be. It's going to be a new number. And um, it really informed all my decisions today. Just that mindset that I chose this morning. Like, I had an opportunity. I could have had two pieces of chocolate. I could have had this. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to see a new number this month. Like, I got into that I'm craving weight loss. And more than I'm craving a piece of chocolate that happens to be there. Um, and I, it was good catching myself because I find that it's true in weight loss, but really these are all lessons for life. And I find that it's true with my parenting. I decided this week um, in general that like we were in survival mode for a long time and I need to get out of survival mode. And part of that is laughing. And I was getting so frustrated tonight with my kids and I remembered all of a sudden, because I'd been put in my head, that I'm going to find the humor. And I remember that when they were littler, and I would get really frustrated with them, and I didn't want to yell at them, those little cutie pies, and I would just roar like a lion. And like with a big mouth and this, and I would crack up, and they would crack up. And then I did it, and my second and third grader cracked up, and we're all laughing, and I was like, this is what I've been missing. This release constantly letting it out instead of letting it build up tension or this need for things to be a certain way or happen a certain way because I have so much that has to get done because you're in survival mode and um, I feel like it was a big opening this week and it really inspired me to make that the top of the call so I'm gonna put it out there who who thought about what they want and what maybe they need to tell themselves to get there anybody volunteer here, I'll go. So right. it's not food related. It's more right. it like the other side. Related. It's more fitness. Yeah. Um, I keep on saying to myself, no, I'm too tired. I want to sleep in. And also then realizing that I'm not getting a workout in. Granted, I've been sick for the last three weeks, four yeah. weeks. Um, but like, I know that. So I want to try at least wake up earlier before Yara does and get a workout in sometime before the end of the year. <laughs> I'll put it that hey. way. So I'm going to get a workout in before Yara wakes up sometime before the end of the year. Yes. That positive actions talk. Jody. Right. Because if all of you can yes. do it and you all have more kids than I do, then yeah. I can. Five kids. I can. <laughs> Five kids. Five kids. <laughs> okay. Jody, hit it. Yeah, I think something that especially I've been telling myself this week, I, I also, Tira, by the way, have been thinking, I even though I have five kids, my youngest already gets himself out. Like my husband is up at the same time and he's 12 and he makes him, I just like sometimes just like wave, you know, like Dave Hollis, bye buddy, you know, like I do that. But I think, I know that when I wake up earlier, and again, here I am saying it out loud, when I wake up earlier, I'm totally fine. But I 
crave being in bed and that statement of what do I crave more? Do I crave getting up and getting started and being efficient more than I crave that extra time in bed that may this week, this week I'm taking, I'm taking myself out of the picture because this week I need the rest more, but I really, I'm trying to say to myself, I'm someone that wakes up an hour earlier. Yeah. So I'm trying to work on that. And then I also related to the idea of, of, you know, I feel like I'm applying that a lot also with, with my kids. And I found myself talking to my son who's making these really big, really big life decisions now about the army and Mechina and Yeshiva making changes in the middle of the year. And just, I just keep telling him the same thing. Like nothing is going to be ideal and you need to choose what you really truly want most and just go for it and believe in yourself. And a lot of that is what I've been getting from, from this group and from all these amazing podcasts that I'm totally addicted to. Um, and he's, he just kept saying to me, Nahon, Nahon, mommy, Nahon, you're right. Nahon. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's, it's really great to see it passing on to the kids. So yes. it makes me want to keep doing it myself. Yeah. Uh, Hannah, I know you just came on. Uh, are you here just for Chizuk? Or do you have something you want to share? Do you have a question? Is there something that you're telling yourself that you need to stop telling yourself? Is there something you want to start telling yourself? Um, yeah. So basically, I like fell off the wagon for two weeks, and I want to get back on. So I would also like to focus on the exercise that I don't exercise. Um, so I would like to start exercising more. Mm -hmm. Uh, really, I need something very low-key because I have, like, sciatica for my last pregnancy and things. So what would you recommend? Um, I would look at the three-week yoga retreat. The three-week yoga retreat? Yes. That's what it's called? Yes. Okay. Because that's uh, part of why I keep telling myself I'm too tired and anyways, my legs always hurt me, so I just can't exercise. What's the point of starting? Right. So what's good to know with the three-week yoga retreat is it's very healing for the body. So that doesn't mean that you won't maybe feel your sciatica when they ask you to stretch your leg, but you should stretch to just where it's a little uncomfortable. And that's generally the rule when you want to progress in any exercise as you begin this part of your journey. You don't want to be where it's all easy and all comfortable and you don't, you don't, that doesn't create change. You want to go just the tiniest bit, but never pain. Okay. You can be a little uncomfortable, and that means you're actually stretching something. You're doing something, but it definitely shouldn't ever be painful. And then they have a beautiful modifier, and you can modify the modifier. You do however you need to do it, um, and we really celebrate that. That is a win. A modified workout is not a half-assed workout. A modified workout is your best workout today. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really important you repeat that over and over and over again because I do now every program modified. I have a light shoulder injury and I don't do anything not modified. And then I'll go and I'll like up it up as I get better at something or as I get the moves better and I feel more confident, I'll push harder. But it's your best workout today is a modified mm -hmm. workout. Okay. And Emily, you have been on an amazing fitness journey. You guys don't see because Emily doesn't post her fitness journey. But this girl has kicked serious ass. How many times have you done 21 Day Fix Extreme and 21 Day Fix? I've done it. A lot. A lot. <laughs> um, a lot. From not working out at all. But in May. 
and I did a, I mean, I 